Thanks for tuning in to season three of Love Letters to Virginia. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Today we have cousins Drew Armstrong and Taylor Yost of local band Perloid. Hello. Hey. Hi, Drew. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Vanessa? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, thanks. I do production for this um, financial planning firm in Hampton um, called Mason and Associates. They have this podcast that's like financial planning. I don't know anything about that. I just record them and and do it. But um, we've been doing that for a year. And then I do this other one with um, uh, the radio station that I work for. Okay, awesome. And you said you're with 90... 96X. 96X. Yeah. Hello. Awesome. Hey. We got got Tyler over here. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for making the time to do this with me tonight. A little bit. Yeah. So you uh, played a great set on New Year's Eve at Smart Mouth. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so our friend Jordan who plays in Community Witch and works at Smart Mouth helped to set up that show and she hit us up when she was starting um, to plan for that night and we were definitely you know interested in just trying to do do one more show before the year ended um, especially since we had been on a little bit of a break for the months leading up to it so the holidays pretty much yeah I know the feeling yeah yeah yeah, it was a good time yeah, we were kind of surprised, like, not going to lie, when we got there, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of people there, and then it kind of just filled up super quickly, and, um, you know, we were we were pleasantly surprised, I think. Yeah, I thought it was a good turnout, actually. Mm-hmm. What would be your dream venue? Oh, man, Madison Plan- Square Garden. Probably playing on the moon. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, playing in Pompeii big. where Pink Floyd There played. we go. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> That's probably the ultimate fantasy. If if the moon was out of the picture, then yeah, Pompeii. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite place or your favorite venue that you've played here so far? Oh, that's a good question. We might have different answers. So, what's your answer? Um, I like. I don't know. I thought playing at Toast was fun. Toast was a, well. Oh, that was our first. Toast show. is a cool venue. Um, it was just outside, and you know the acoustics aren't great outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we actually we only we started playing um in last April. Yeah, that was our first show. Yeah. At, uh, Lava Mini Fest last year um, was actually our first show ever. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Funny enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. We had so Drew and I live together. Uh, also, we are cousins. So yeah, uh, we. Uh, we have been writing, you know, since we pretty much moved in, like mm-hmm. a couple what, of years ago, May twenty twenty or June twenty twenty. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so um, that was cool to like finally have a full band to yeah to play and get everything get out get out there. You know what I mean? Because get out of the dining room because that's where we practice. Yeah, <laughs> our dining room. When did you start playing your respective instruments? um for me uh you probably wouldn't be able to tell because i'm not very good but i've (laughs) i've been i've been i've been i've actually played drums since i was in about fifth grade i think Mm -hmm. so actually one of our other cousins 
uh, gave me my first drum set. Go ahead and drop his name. Yeah, Bill Bill Knuckles. Shout out to my cousin Bill Knuckles. Yeah. Uh, they um he Patriot. gave me uh he gave me my first drum set, which fell off the back of a truck. I think was the story. Um, <laughs> it was not nice, but he was like, "You you want drum set?" And I was like, "You know, of course." So yeah, my parents caved, and um, I I I just kind of like. He was like, "Here's some sticks. This is how you hold them. Like, figure it out." I was like, <laughs> <That's> "Okay," <basically. laughs> and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but you played guitar before that. No, I but played you started guitar on bass. after that. You started on bass, right? Uh, I yeah, I got a bass. I got a bass in maybe the next year because mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, drums are cool. Yeah, what else can I do?" Yeah, and I was like, "Well, bass only has four strings, so that's pretty chill." Yeah. So uh, I did that, and then yeah, just kind of meandered my way mm-hmm. into playing guitar a little bit i'm not i'm that's like not my instrument instrument at all yeah, drums but. drums are definitely probably your number one yeah barely but yes um yeah for, for me uh i my my mom plays a little little keyboard a little piano and she taught me a little bit when i was younger and we had a guitar at the house growing up and i didn't you know neither of my parents knew how to play it but i would just pick it up and kind of just mess around with it and you know, I my mom probably has a video somewhere of me singing the five year old blues or something. <laughs> some, yeah, I think like the Beatles were ingrained. Uh, yeah, for in sure. You from very young age. Yeah, well, my dad used to like. I guess my they told me stories of like my mom being pregnant with me, and my dad would hold up the the speaker and play like Stevie Ray Vaughan and yeah. like the Beatles and. That's stuff. crazy because it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, actually, funnily enough, um, our our cousin Bill gave me a drum set too, and um, my younger brother and I would uh, play on that and just kind of make some noise in the garage. And I ended up taking some drum lessons and I took guitar lessons. Um, so, I've, yeah, we've been we've been playing for a little while. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> so there were you also self-taught or and like a blend of that and lessons later on. Um, I'm actually completely self-taught. Um, yeah. If, if I know anything musically, it's probably from Drew because he had <laughs> lessons and everything, and I was just kind of like, you know, I I was just like, you know, I just figured out myself, and I started playing, and I there was a point where I was gonna take lessons, but I decided to take karate instead. That's cool too. You know, it's like whatever. And then uh, so I just I kind of I figured out like okay, so if I do this with my foot, it makes this noise and I hit this with my one hand and, you know, figuring the symbols and hi-hats and all that out, I was like, all right, well, I think I can maybe like figure it out. So from then on, I just kept playing and just, you know, yeah. made, made a huge, huge commotion in the house growing up. Yeah. I remember going into your room when um, you were at your parents and you had your, your I thought it was so cool that you had your drum set set up in there. Yeah, I had a basketball bean bag in my bass drum, <laughs> yeah, so right. it wasn't super loud. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm completely self-taught, really. I've never had any lessons um, for good or for bad. But uh, and then guitar and stuff, I taught myself with like tabs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, as you know, every you know teenage kid did back in the day. Or hopefully now too. Some, you know, there's something to be said about families that make music together and play together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my brother Brady and I um, have a separate project together called Center Positive, and 
he and I just being brothers and growing up in a kind of musical environment, we've always just made music together. And it's cool that Tyler and I can share that connection too. Um, I think that there's like a little bit of a intuition there that um, maybe you don't necessarily get outside of the family environment. <laughs> yeah, my, my house wasn't super, I'm an only child, so it wasn't super uh, like, I, I wouldn't say it's very musical. I think maybe I made it musical. Um, obviously, my parents would listen to music and things like that. My dad was really into like the cure and like the outfield and things like that. So I think that's where I kind of got an ear for like, you know, the 80s kind of sound. And then obviously, mm -hmm. like, I remember hearing like my dad had the Green Day Dookie CD. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. So. I think that was kind of the spark. I was like, "Oh my god, I think I could I could maybe like yeah. try this out." Everybody starts with c covers, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> big time. Yeah, big time. I used to play I I I lived up here in um off Northampton and then my family moved to North Carolina when I was younger and <laughs> um I used to play this coffee shop down in this smaller town and I would just play covers. I had like two original songs that I would play, but it was cool because it gave me um, kind of practice for getting in front of an audience. And at the age of like, you know, 13, 14, I would just play guitar and play my the songs that I liked, even if they, nobody else knew them. Um, it was cool to kind of just like get that under my belt a little bit. And, and then Tyler was in a band. In yeah, high school I, too. I played in a band like shortly after high school. Um, it was like. I was kind of into like the whole pop punk thing back in the day. And, yeah, we all were. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> me and some friends had a little band. We we didn't really play. We played like, uh, I think we played at Shaka's one time, actually. That was like our big show. I miss that <laughs> and, place. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, R.I.P.? Yeah, yes, right? straight up. And uh, so, yeah, we played like Shaka's one time and then, like on a, you know, Tuesday night or something like for nobody. But it was a good time. And, um. I played drums in that band as well, but I did actually help write some of the songs guitar-wise for that band, too. Um, like, very vaguely, but, like, you know, a little bit. Mm -hmm. more, yeah, like, more so than I do now, I think. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of my segue into, like, actually playing. We Oh, yeah, we played uh, this guy. <laughs> we played this guy's garage in, like, Portsmouth. And then, like, the cops came. Oh, it yeah. was so awesome. It was, like, the <laughs> sickest first show ever. Like, the cops, like, busted us. And, like, they're like, you got to go home. And that was just classic. But um, that was, like, my only other experience, um, like, playing in a band. Other than this, uh, like, playing live, I would mm -hmm. say. But, I mean, I play all the time. I mean, I had played all the time. But um, I would say even in the recent years, I was more into guitar than drums because – I lived in an apartment for a while, and obviously I'm not banging on the drums in the apartment. Um, but now I have, you know, the luxury of a, a house to eat on the drums. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. So <laughs> you said <clears throat> that was in high school. Did you go to school around here? I did, yep. I went to Lansdowne High School. Okay. <laughs> Were you? Sorry. 2010. Shout out. Were you in band or orchestra in school? Um, I was not in band or orchestra, but I did take music theory. Um, okay. Which, like, obviously, I didn't remember any of it. Um, but no, I it think was maybe fun. a little bit. A, stuck. Li a little bit <laughs> stuck. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I took I took music theory for like I think junior year or something like that, because um, I, I had a friend that was that was in that with me, and it was just kind of a fun class to take. But I did pick up on some stuff and learn, you know, a little bit of like how to put my hands on the piano and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. was nice to to learn. So, nice. Drew, did you take any musical enrichment classes in school? I did actually. Um, yeah. I went to high school down in North Carolina at um, in a smaller town called Edenton. Um, oh, I know Edenton. Do you really? Yeah, it's really I'm pretty surprised. there. It is pretty. Yeah, it's it's a very small town. Like you know, I, I my graduating class was like eighty six people. I was class of um, wow. Uh, what was the class of twenty fifteen? Um, Tyler's a little bit older than me. Okay. Um, yeah, I um I took band and i was i had a a kind of like a pop punk slash rock band in high school junior and senior year and we played out around town a little bit and um you know we were the only band in town like other than maybe some like older middle-aged folks but like we were the only younger people that were making music and i just i remember it was such a blast but yeah i was in i was in marching band and you know it was it was kind of fun like the first year that you do it but like after a while you get like kind of involved in like the the cliques and like the little groups and it gets kind of old but it did teach me a little bit about you know making music with a group of people i think i think it was tyler that mentioned the cops before yeah (laughs) that's right so it actually made me think of a question that I wanted to ask. Have either of you ever been kicked out of anything? And if so, um, I haven't. No, um, I've. We have. I know. I've. I've kicked people out of a band before, but that's a different conversation. What about you? Um, I have. Like, I've been kicked out. I of places. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Of a show, no. Um, I guess I don't know. Not really. I guess yeah, not really. No, not really. I mean, maybe that time I was in Ireland and I, oh. I had a little bit too much to drink, and they asked me to leave the bar. Okay, well that counts. That was one time. That was just one time. I had, that had never happened before. Was it polite or was it like, it hey, was, get out of here? No, it was very polite. They're like, hey, like you should probably go, and I was like, right on. I wasn't even really like that, like messed up, you know. <laughs> and they're just kind of like yeah you should probably leave and i was like right on like i'm just gonna go to domino's mm-hmm. or something so um yeah i made my way back but yeah that yeah, was we, fun we tend we tend to just kind of chill at shows and stuff like we're not we're I not going too hard in either. my old age i think i'm a little bit more <laughs> tame now <laughs> drew is there a story to tell about kicking people out of bands or is that something you don't want to talk about well, I mean, in, in high school, um, when in my first band, um, you know, you know, you don't know how to deal with it until it happens. And like we had a disagreement between myself and the other guy that played guitar, the other person that played guitar, excuse me. Um, and they wrote this very graphic song that, um, you know, in retrospect, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just like not the vibe of our band and it was hard because we respected them as an artist but um you know we 
were like, hey, you know, maybe this song is not appropriate to play at our next show in front of like a bunch of older people. And Created they differences. took it very, very personally. And they were basically like, you know, I want to play this song and, you know, you don't respect me as an artist. And it was, we were trying to like, oh, it's not about that. And then it just ended up being like, you know, we had to kind of just part ways because, um, they, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let up. And then, you know, me and Tyler had to deal with that same kind of thing, um, a few uh, months yeah. ago with a, another ben member, a band member that wasn't working out super well, but it ended up being not as bad as we thought it was going to be. It's, it's always That's very good. uncomfortable because, you know, being in a band, you have to be very vulnerable with people and their mm -hmm. creativeness. And I think it comes to a point where you want to respect them, but at the same time you want to keep everything going, you know? So, right. Um, yeah, it's just always uncomfortable. I mean, doing anything like that, be it in a band or at work, you know, whatever you have to deal with. Um, yeah, you, you know, nobody likes to be in an uncomfortable situation, but I right. think sometimes it works out for the best. Yeah, especially when it's your friends. And Definitely. it's like, and if you care about them, you, you know. want to have a good vibe. And, you know, sometimes it's just not a good fit. Yeah. To certain, to certain folks, you know. It's hard with an ensemble because there's, a specific chemistry that has to happen mm -hmm. and you know hard conversations are necessary to make any relationship work right definitely yeah right yeah and you know between between me and tyler and nick and craig uh we have a nice chemistry that you know when we're able to just kind of chill out and jam a little bit we can make some really cool sounds and um i think the the four of us all have like great ideas i think it's, it's been like, nice i also think like it's just about letting your guard down a little bit mm -hmm. and like being like i don't know like music is such a personal thing like at least for me anyways and like to create something it's like letting you know we want everybody be, to be on the same page and um right just yeah. to like be able to get out what they want to get out too you know what i mean like it's it's an outlet for everybody uh, create you know a creative outlet for everybody so it's good to like you know get everybody get everybody going you know right yeah that's a terrible way to put that but you know <laughs> we do we do try to make sure everybody's on the same page about pretty much whatever we're doing um this is not like a solo act nor is it really that like one person is in charge of this whole thing um i mean i i definitely would say i'm the front person of the band but um but drew's dog is actually the front man he is actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to get on the mic sometimes but um no we we try to we try to make sure everybody's happy and w you know whatever song we're writing or whatever gig we're playing or you know shirt design that kind of thing we try to we try to make it a point to involve everybody so that you know we're all we're all like it's in a the same vibe effort, yeah you know? yeah exactly it's, it's a band it's not a solo act yeah at the end of the day that's how it's got to work i love it mm -hmm. so when did you guys start writing your own music i've always written my own music drew's usually yeah. a songwriter i'm not much of a songwriter but i'm a, more of a contributor there um, you go collaborate um you have some yeah. good ideas though, man. yeah thank you and um but um yeah i would say like we didn't get serious with it until we wrote we we did me time and silver screen probably yeah. um like a couple of years ago. It's take it's those yeah. we were sitting on those for a while we to were. get them right. 
we re-recorded the first song we put out was this song called me time and we recorded it and then listened to it back a few times and just we kind of felt like the sound wasn't quite what we envisioned in our heads so we redid it um and then the next song kind of fell into place but i i recorded myself back in middle school and high school just because i've always been interested in it and i um had just always have written songs um you know I, it's funny to go back and look at songs that i wrote 10 or 12 years ago and just see how far i've come because some of them are just so goofy <laughs> and just like cringy i would I, I would mess around too i i think in high school i got like you know i got the apple computer so i could like mess around with garage band and all that stuff so that kind of was a nice outlet for me to like understand production and like how to record myself. Not that I like any of that is like, I do any of that really now as much as I used to. Yeah. But you know how to, I kind of, cool. I kind of do. And, but it was a really nice like uh canvas uh, to figure stuff out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Like, yeah, I just, I didn't really know how that stuff worked and it's cool to hear yourself because yeah. most, most of the time, like, you know, ever since like before computers were out you know you couldn't really hear yourself and then they make it so easy to plug your guitar in and record Mm. or whatever you want to do you know what's funny is i actually had an old cassette recorder that i used to just play guitar so i mean it's cool because you learn how to edit and you learn how to you hear yourself and you're like oh my god i suck so like (laughs) you you just you know you go you go from there but um yeah i i kind of dabbled too and drew would come over my house and i'd be like hey dude like check this out like you can do all this and that and he was like, oh, I thought oh it was God. so cool yeah he was like yeah. wide-eyed you know and i mean at that age like you know we're just both like had no idea what we we're doing but you know we had this like it's probably when we it's knew what we wanted fun, yeah it is because you're just kind of like innocently like mm-hmm. i don't know let's just do it <laughs> yeah it's cool but yeah i think you know both of us have pretty like obviously drew went to school for like engineering and stuff so but we when i was in college tyler and nick came out and we we actually did write a few songs um just for like Mm -hmm. a project it wasn't anything serious but um and then after i moved out and um came back up here to virginia beach um we were we just decided to get back into it and tyler and i wrote some songs first and then nick got involved and um since then we've been starting to kind of try to churn out some new material yeah we're Thanks. we're working on some stuff and yeah we're we're uh just getting started awesome but, but yeah. yeah so i want to ask each of you if you could pick three of your top people to do a private jam session with who would those people be okay tyler do you have anybody in mind or... um are they alive dad okay. oh yeah no alive or dead okay, okay both okay um for me it would be you can go first um it would be paul mccartney tom york and um david gilmore probably those are probably pretty close for me too um <laughs> yeah i damn that's a really hard question um i would say I'm going to definitely say, I'm going to say like Jimi Hendrix for sure. I love Hendrix. Um, 
probably, and this is probably the most typical answer ever, but I'm a huge fan. But Kevin Parker, I mm-hmm. absolutely love Tame Impala. Like, I I know it's like everybody loves Tame Impala, but like, you yeah, gotta just like submit. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right. I didn't like, want to say Kevin Parker because I, I knew you were gonna say. I was Kevin gonna Parker. say it. But um, <laughs> yeah, so like that's such a typical answer. But really, like the guy's a genius. Um and, and um Jimmy Page. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Page. But I'm gonna say like I don't know. I would just like to drum next to John Bonham. Fuck it. Like I yeah. love John Bonham. Like that's like I, I don't know. I just wish I could play like him, or like I don't know. Like even like I don't know what Bill Ward from Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Like dude, he's gnarly too. Like I think he's overlooked a Un- lot. Yeah, underrated. But um, but like yeah, maybe David Byrne. We could. You know, oh, we ooh. should probably jam with David Byrne. Yeah, we would be like he'd probably be like stop. You guys should turn it yeah. turn it off. But it would be fun. <laughs> that does sound fun. How do you recognize someone from Virginia? Uh, <laughs> it depends um, how they talk. That yeah, would be, that would be we one talk, thing. We talking about somebody from Virginia or Virginia Beach? <laughs> However, you want to interpret that. I mean, okay. people in Northern Virginia have a certain accent. You know, I'd say so. My grandfather's from Northern Virginia, and he definitely has that that accent. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I would say uh, people from Virginia Beach have certain lingos. Yeah. Like, instead of funny, we say, that's, that's pretty weak. That's weak. Uh, other places, that doesn't go... No. That's, like, the one, like, signifier. Too far. Also, like, if they're wearing, like, flip-flops and board shorts. Nah, dude. Slip-on vans. <laughs> that's slip-on the, the slip-on shoe, vans, actually, That's the yeah. shoe of VB. There's a lot of slip-on vans at this That's what I wear every day. I just have to represent... WRV yeah. hoodie and slip on actually bands. yeah 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 WR anything WRV I'm gonna say that yeah um, slip on vans board shorts I don't know it's like kind of hard right like it's it's like I feel like a lot of places now like you don't really get that that like um the geographical yeah. like sense like a lot of well, accents are not as this area is kind of a melting pot it anyway. is yeah. So. I mean that's here, but then you get like you know out in the country, it's like totally different. You know, yeah, they're you know making moonshine and I mean, stuff like, out there. Yeah, I think I think for a state like you know Tennessee or North Carolina where there's like a heavy accent, yeah, it's that like is a very accent. regionally specific. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know, Vanessa. What do you What do you think? Yeah, we recognize <laughs> What's somebody your from Virginia. <laughs> we want to hear your answer. I feel like Virginia Beach. There's like a an O kind of. Like yeah, dude. Yeah, like, you know? sure, dude. Yeah, oh. just really long. Like yeah, dude. Yeah. Open yeah. vowels. Now nah, you can definitely tell, like people from VB, like old, old yeah. VB heads. Yeah. Like, yeah. They have that. Yes. I can't even describe to you, but if I was next to somebody, it'd be like this guy's from VB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't know. It's like a southern, but it's also like. Somebody, I don't know, somebody that I used to work with, I feel like I probably have a pretty gnarly VB accent because I'm, like, my whole, our whole family is, like, from VB, like, (laughs) but, uh, somebody's like, yo, are you from Philly? And I was like, no, I'm not from Philly. (laughs) That's so crazy. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm from here. So maybe it's, like, a southern Philadelphia accent that I chalk it up to. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because it's kind of loose, like, whatever. Like the essence of sweet tea. Yeah, sweet tea. Oh, man. I'm good. On that. People, people call me sweet tea sometimes. I love no, that. No, I was kidding. just. Are you sweet? Just not, unsweet no, hot sweet. green tea, please. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of different ways to interpret that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of different places and a lot of different accents yeah. in Virginia. So. Yeah, it's a pretty diverse state. It is actually. You get Northern Virginia. You get down here. You get out west. DC area is totally different than here. Exactly. Yeah, it's very different, which is cool. I mean, there, which gives you a lot of different, like, mm-hmm. like coming back to like, you know, the whole like a lot of up and coming artists and stuff. Like, you get people from all over the place. Yeah, but they're still from Virginia. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Like Richmond here. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I call people from Richmond River folk. River folks. Yeah, we like to claim <laughs> sure. we're claiming beach folks. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're like got like so much sand in my car, like what? Like Dude, I think I went to the beach maybe three times this year. Nah, dude, we would go a bunch. I mean, you guys are kind of like a surf rock shoe shoegaze kind of band. So oh, if you yeah. don't have sand in your car, are you really doing it right? I have <laughs> shells in the back of my you truck. You do actually yeah, actually, yeah. I have shells on <laughs> my desk right now. Oh we have yeah, we definitely like we're not surfers by any means, but we definitely like going to the beach. Out of the four of us, Nick can surf. Nick is really good at surfing, um, yeah. And Craig used to surf, too. Yeah, we have friends that surf, but, like, Tyler and I are just, like, we can, I can barely, a little bit. I can but... barely swim, like. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm, like, the but guy But you're that, a like, surfer by proxy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, like, I'm the guy that, like, gets wiped out by a wave and, like, my shorts are floating away. I will say <laughs> we do love surf music, though. We do, yeah. yeah. We love the Beach Boys, Dick Dale. Mm. I was listening to the La Luce today. That's cool. They are great. I love that band. Yeah. What's next for you guys? Well, we are working on some dates on the next coming months. Um, We just, we haven't locked anything in yet because we have been like really focusing on writing some new songs. Um, We're about a little over halfway done. Um, We have, we're trying to shoot for a 10 song album. And um, I think we may try to record locally. We're not sure yet. We're looking at our options. Yeah. Um, but we have some, some songs that we're really, really happy about. Um, and we're kind of just trying to dial them in and, you know, we're writing some lyrics and we have a lot of ideas down that we're trying to shuffle around into, into full structures of songs. And, um, our kind of methodology for that is, has been to just, um, kind of get in the room together and, and play them out and, and kind of hash out the parts. And then we'll try to track it to a click track, um, in our dining room or about to be in our, our new practice space actually but um we go back and we just we listen i think the thing is we listen to ourselves a lot yeah we we practice and we record it a lot and we track everything right uh, so like if it's like complete nonsense we can pull something from it so like we just turn the mics on we mic everything up and mm-hmm. we just jam and we just press record on the computer and um we just will go back and be like all right this was really sick let's maybe yeah. work that out and then we'll we come up with the song like our new songs that we came up with all of them are just jams that we came up with yeah they started like parts. that mm-hmm. yeah i think that's like we've kind of found a pretty good like formula as yeah. far as like writing i think um just like recording hearing ourselves and just like right yeah just coming back to it and and working it out yeah and then sometimes like craig and i sat down a couple weeks ago and just wrote a song together and then brought it to everybody else and um kind of showed everybody the structure of it and even though like i write a lot of the the main parts i try to like when i bring it to everybody and like hey here are the parts i try to be like all right 
So here's what I have, but you know, add your own swag to it. Like put your own part into this and like just you can use my ideas if you want, kind of deal. Um, cause I like the co collaborative effort that this band is as opposed to like, you know, one person writing all the songs and, um, just everybody playing those songs that the other person wrote. It's nice to kind of have some other hands in the pot, I guess. Adds a little bit. Yeah. Different vibe, it kind of just, know? it broadens it a little bit, Definitely. you know, um, you know, I like, I, I could write however many songs on my own, but it's not as fun. Um, and I just I enjoy having the having these guys around to be able to like bounce ideas off and you know I respect them and I respect their musical ability enough to like take their ideas seriously and we all try to like you know try to have an environment that's conducive to to bringing each other's creativity out. I love that. That's that's really great. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this with me again. I really appreciate you absolutely oh, no of course we appreciate you thank this you for is having great. us this has been really fun yeah yeah and 100 you know, we, uh, we definitely you know? want to um put our appreciate appreciation out there for um for josh from lava too because he's he's helped us out with josh some, has some actually shows. helped us out a mm -hmm. huge amount and he's great yeah and go vote for um community witch and the hooks for those beer awards oh yeah <laughs> those are some homies <laughs> Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C.